Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. We're excited to score, baby! I'm trembling for some On the on the elliptical. Yeah, don't don't and treadmill. Drink. Treadmill. I actually drink my different. most water I've drank in a long time. I drink like five or six water bottles today. <laughs> well, welcome back to the show, guys. This is how we're starting about our exercise <laughs> and how we're trying to uh, be ready in shape for I'm the season. Be ready for the season, dude. Just get on that thing and just tear it up. I'm trying. I got to be able to. At least get across the. Just think, few, just think of every step through that water. Few ponds, you know. Piled up muddy ponds. Yep. yep. Sticky mud. But I got lighter waders this year. Lighter mm-hmm. boots. I'm gonna slap. You're gonna be so jealous. I'm, I'm gonna be what jealous. Will you, what will you do if he sneaks those Sitka waders out? By the way, everybody, Travis. He has to sleep at night. Now officially has <laughs> Sitka waders. They were on sale. What would you do if he you <clears> caught him <throat> and you went out there and he had your waders? I want to do. Would that he let to you? Him. Would he let you slide? You probably wouldn't actually. No, no that's a diff- that's different. That's different because I wouldn't let him wear my Hudson jacket when I got it. He yeah. asked me, and I was like, "Nope." He did. Yep. Uh, I was like, "Nope, you can't wear it." So, I won't. I won't do that to him. <laughs> my, why are you looking at me like unless that? Unless my waiters have holes in them. <laughs> yeah, like desperate times. I think they already have holes in them. Oh, they do. But you didn't get no new ones yet. Not yet. What are you gonna do? Just get another cheap pair again? No. You're not? I'm, if I can start working, I'm going going to the Sitka. Yeah. If I can start working. Travis is going to look a lot more comfortable in his wares than me. Mine are skin tight because they don't make in a nine boot. They don't make a extra large. Is that what it was that you got? You got an extra large, right? I a got 10 the extra XL. large, yeah. That's what I needed. I need a 9XL. So just you guys listening, in case you are ever interested in getting any, 
they only go to nine large in nines. That's as big as they go. But they did tell me that if I ordered, how they tell me that? If you ordered the 10 XL, they could change out boots for you if you wanted a smaller size. And now boots. you said that your boots ran a size to me smaller, but you yours were right on the money. Mine, mine are perfect. I ordered size 11, and that's what I got. And and then we talked about that though. You have a wider foot, right? I have a very wide. Foot. And I think it has something to do with the width. It's not necessarily the length, but my foot is really narrow, and that's part of the problem. Because 10 is the length I wear. Like I had to go down because it was slipping. Like if just I didn't like there was too much play in there. Yeah, there's some hill slip in it. And well, it wasn't even necessarily hill slip. It was just like on the sides. Loose. It was just like moving around, and I don't like that. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't have. If that. you're going in that sticky mud, dude, I do not want. I put them on that. the other day. You warm again? Yeah, I just well, <laughs> he said. Did you sleep? Here's the thing. Did you sleep in them last night? Now here's the thing. So <laughs> he's sitting there mounting a duck in his waders. No. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I adjusted the belt around the middle. I have to adjust it to give me four season, but yeah. <laughs> I want it hopefully smaller. Let's <laughs> take it smaller. Um, why else did I do it? Oh yeah, because I was adjusting the straps. Which I guess you adjust the straps every time you put them on, unless you just leave them that way. In Wait, theory, the straps. Oh yeah, you, if you think oh, about you it, could they're, they're totally adjustable. Time. Yeah, every right? time you they're put totally them on. adjustable. So if you take yeah. them off, I mean, unless you mark the loop that it went in. Yeah, yeah. But let's see, yours being the re- more of the right size. I could see there's a lot more room for play depending on where you want it. Yeah. Mine is already like every time I pull it over, it's already right there because it's it's basically too small technically for me. Okay. So it's always at like the second or third yeah. loop yeah. or every time. See, I think somebody a little bit taller than me could wear mine pretty easily. Yeah. Yeah, they could. And like about talent's <laughs> height? Yeah, a little bit more a little bit more portly yeah. than me could even wear them. Because there's quite a bit of play and I'm still in the upper part. I want to try yours on. Just but it's going to be perfect with a coat. Not for the saying? boot, but for the waders. Yeah. I want to see like how, you know. If I, have the, if, if I have the the jacket on, I can I can still pull my waders up and still be comfortable. Yeah. yeah it's not like money. I'm going to have to shove them in there. You're not looking like you're wearing a skin tight seal <laughs> suit like I do. But there's people I know that like that. I didn't. Yeah, I know. I got to I gotta have yeah. a little room though. I had, yeah. Because if you're walking and everything starts feeling good. I mean, I'm fine, but it's just that edge. Yeah. I'm on the edge. I see the advantage, though, because if, if you have, like, huggies on, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're really tight. Yeah. <laughs> At least you're not going to get chafed. Yeah. You saying, from rubbing if you don't have, like, you know, whatever on. Yeah. And then... whatever (laughs) well okay so we're totally off topic for the last five minutes that's what we're sorry so this no that's fine that's cool what i'm actually telling you've been in line school uh to be a lineman how's that going it's going good i'm enjoying it i'm having fun uh the online part of the schooling is a little different because of this covid whole ordeal but uh they're letting us out in the field we just have to wear mask the whole time Unless we're climbing a pole individually, but besides that, it's been a good time, and I'm halfway through it right now. That's halfway, halfway. almost halfway mark. Yep, this is our ninth week, I think. It's a little oh, over wow. half. Yeah. So, were you home this week, or I was uh, online for two days, and then I had to go up there for the next three days for testing. I had a test Wednesday, two tests Wednesday, two tests Thursday, and then today I had a physical for CDL. Oh, really? So the dot physical. Oh, yeah. cool. Is that something you scheduled yourself? Yeah, you have to schedule it, and then uh, the school had some somebody come in and do it, and they actually give the students a really good deal. It usually runs about one hundred and eighty bucks, and let's do it for sixty. Mm, wow! So that's a good deal. It's another step to getting getting in there. Yeah, cool. Right yeah. on. I've just been 
I've been uh, just got off my seven day rotation with my new job, so it's been pretty. It's been it was crazy. It's actually been busy, like a lot of calls every day. I was really surprised. This area, you would think where we live, I didn't think it'd be that bad, but it's like you're getting called a lot. There's Unless a lot I just calls. got a a streak of whatever. I don't know, but it's. I was like, man, <laughs> you know, this is our area, and you're thinking, yeah. nah, you know, whatever. You People don't are starting see it. to emerge from their homes. Yeah, but man, you're just like, they wow. Forgot how to drive. Things are, yeah, <laughs> car accidents, people getting ran over and crazy stuff or cutting their arms off. It's probably <laughs> crazy for you actually seeing it in your own town. Huh? It's in my own town. That yeah. is what is totally different than before where I was out of town doing that and it was like I didn't notice that stuff, but now it's like, whoa. Yeah. So, yeah. And all the places I'm landing, I know exactly where they're <laughs> at before they tell me. So it's really weird. But, anyways. All right, so we're just going to talk about, guys, for a little bit, um, afternoon duck hunting tips. Um, uh, for the last three years, people have been saying, I've never really hunted it. A lot of people just don't ever hunt in the afternoon, and I'm not saying it's the way to go. Like, if I can hunt in the morning and it's wintertime, ducks are flying, I like to get in there in the morning, get your limit or whatever, shoot some birds and get out, go home, you can nap and eat dinner at home and all that stuff. But if you can't do that, if you have to work in the morning or if you um, don't get, like in California, if you don't get a resi or something, you can't go out there like that, you do, don't just say, well, I guess I can't duck hunt today. You do have the option to duck hunt. And then this may be more for newer hunters too. Again, this may be, I, I know some people that have been hunting for a long time just say they've never really done it. So we're just going to go over some things that we do hunt a lot in the afternoon and not, it's not always by choice, but sometimes we do just want to go out in the afternoon. So we just want to go over some things that we think could help you guys listening or watching. Uh, by the way, if you guys don't mind, please give us a rating review on iTunes if you're listening there. Or give this video a thumbs up on YouTube. We have the MVM Show YouTube channel. So anyways, we're going to start there. Let's just start out. Uh, Travis, do you want to start with one of the ones you you came up with as far as your tip? or Sure, and I'll kind of go over um, my experiences in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. So... When I first started duck hunting, I exclusively went in the morning um, because the refuge I was hunting was probably, I don't know, what do you think, hour and a half maybe? Oh, to drive? Yeah. Yeah. An hour and a half. So I'd hunt it in the morning, nice. never hunt in the Man, afternoon. Did it take that long to get there? I don't know. It took a while. It's a while. Because never hunted there. Yeah, I have. I did. You I did? I've hunted there twice. Okay. So my dad's hunted there for yeah, I hunted there a long time. long time. Never took me. And the friend actually took me out there. And I was you know like, why I didn't take you? Because it's terrible. Because you were less than nine years old. You're probably like four or five when I hunted there. Yeah, true. Yeah. Well, so don't don't was, try to make me feel five. guilty, man. Was, well, actually, the year you stopped was the year I moved to the different. This is a good time for me to ask who shot that mallard. Uh, the band. <laughs> yeah. I can remember it clear as <laughs> no, day. I, I don't know who shot like, it. Well, you guys are arguing. Yeah. I can sneak it in there. You can <laughs> yeah. take my size. So, anyways, um, I started hunting another refuge quite a bit, and. I'd hunt the mornings, and I just got tired of dealing with the the whole rat race of it. You know, even if mm -hmm. I had a reservation, I'd have guys walking in on right through my set, um, or setting up right on top of me, and I got really tired of that. Just the mm -hmm. whole, you know, uh, refuge war type of thing. It's um, the um, oh, what's the word, the name for that? It's the culture there. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and so people would just come and sit up on top of me, and I got really tired of it, and. Sometimes I sat there all day, and I noticed that in the afternoon there was less people out there um, hunting, and a lot of times there was like not as many birds, but I didn't have the pressure. 
So in a sense, I I felt mm. I did yeah. sometimes killed as many birds maybe mm-hmm. because I wasn't fighting with other people trying to sit up on my spot. So that's kind of why I started hunting in the afternoons. And he fought a lot, folks. He did. Yeah. I remember my first duck hunt. Well, I, I I'm not I'm a kind of a non confrontational person. Yeah. I mean, in sports sometimes but I, duck I, I can get riled you. up, you yeah. know. Yep. Um, but but something I'm passionate about. Yeah. I totally believe in. Um. And then when people just basically come in and have no regard for somebody else, yeah, yeah. they disregard it. You know, they don't follow ethics. It really grates on my nerves mm-hmm. because it doesn't have to be like that. Especially if you're hunting a particular spot and you know there's hardly anybody else on the and refuge. Twelve hundred other acres. You yes, can hunt. and they, and for some reason, you know, Bob, Bob, you know, the builder guys come sit up right next <laughs> to you or something. You know, I don't get it. <laughs> All right, go back to that. So, now. so yeah, I just don't get it. <laughs> so I have raised my voice a few times. You know, I've, I've. Yeah, I went out of my my shell and kind of you know, expressed <laughs> myself um, to these people, um, you know, and just because I don't I don't comprehend that, you know, and yeah, and, and so yeah. So, anyways, um, one of the things I came up with with hunting in the afternoon is uh, a pair of binoculars. Mm-hmm. We'll go there first, mm-hmm. and what I like to do is, uh, I say around what do you think ten, ten. 10, 11, people mm-hmm. start leaving the refuge. They've mm-hmm. hunted the morning. Right. Maybe they've shot their or limit. Anywhere, not just refuge, but yeah. usually that's, if yeah. they hunt the morning, that's kind of when they're rolling out. They're getting hungry. Yeah. Or, or, they, or, or they limited out and they're just ready to go. Know, uh, college football. Yeah. yeah. True. So they've, uh, they, they're leaving the refuge. You know, maybe their wife says, hey, you got to mow the lawn when you get home. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, we have an understanding, my wife and I, so that works out good. Mm. <laughs> it's duck season. Yeah, and I, I, don't, I don't know if it's an understanding or it is an understanding. <laughs> it's training. It's, it's not training. an agreement necessarily. It's, it's years a, of training. It's an yeah. understanding. <laughs> yeah. I'm hunting either way, just so you know. <laughs> so a pair of binoculars is great because what I like to do is I'll go to a, a parking lot and I'll try to get up, you know, at a vantage point, maybe up on my truck in the bed, and I'll just glass, um, you know, and kind of see if I can see birds, if there is birds and see where they're going. And if they're going there, there's obviously a reason they're wanting to go mm-hmm. there, and there's obviously nobody there shooting at them. So a pair of binoculars is good um, just to take a look around and, and kind of s- and kind of you're kind scouting. of seeing You're kind of seeing the pattern where multiple, multiple yeah, birds are going I mean, in there. I mean, not I just see one bird one drop duck, in there, nah. that really mean, yeah. But you know what's surprising, though? I, I think, in a sense, that, um, that concept of one bird is usually... Um, you can't really follow that because... Right. You, you know, but drawing power a live bird has over a decoy. Right. It's not even yeah. funny. Mm. And I've seen birds, you know, saying there was one bird lands over here and all of a sudden, boom, you know, they, they've seen that other bird over there. And for whatever reason, they know the difference and they lock up and they go there. Mm. So it's hard to compete with live birds. So if there's one spot that they're going, I'll, I'll try to find that spot with my binoculars and then I'll um, take off towards that. Yeah. All right. Talon, what did you say about the shells that you want to bring that up? Oh, on the shells? Okay. Mm-hmm. So like in the afternoon... There's been more than one time I've thought, okay, I'm just coming out here for the afternoon, so I'll just bring a box of shells. But make sure to have an extra box in your truck, because there's many of there's a lot of times I've regretted doing that. Mm-hmm. So just just be prepared, and then like you said, for if you can't kill seven birds with well, 25 shells, some pound. some people can't do it. Okay, <laughs> people, okay? Nah, I'm razzing you. So <laughs> just just have that. What happened then, to my case of shells? Uh, no, yeah. no, no, no. I bought my case of shells, <laughs> and then I don't know what, what from there. Washington, but, yeah, but I've done that before. Like you get confident in your shooting, and you just like I ain't gonna need that. Yeah, and maybe you just have a bad day. And then you don't have shells. Your day's your day is your, your over. Your day's over, and, and you don't have a choice. And if it's you usually on the good days that happens. It, it is. Yeah, 
That is that what happened to you that one day you're out there by yourself? It did. Last year? I had a really awesome morning and that afternoon was hot too, but I just I brought one box of shells. I was like, I'm just gonna come out here. And if I would have had an extra box, I would have stayed out there all day and I could have limited so easy. But it was just a bad slash good shooting. Didn't you lose a couple too? I did, That's I lost a couple. But uh no, but like you were saying though, in that afternoon just spot, have shells and go from there. Yeah, extra and then, shells, and then to the next tip. Yeah. All right. So, another thing, another tip for afternoon duck hunting is, um, if you're gonna do that, like Travis said, you go out there like ten or eleven and scout, try to find spot, and then by midday, it's nice to be set up before the birds actually start flying. Um, I could say some about sometimes you'll see mallards fly around ten or eleven when people are walking out. We're we're just covering right now. That is an option you could do. You could just stay longer when everybody else leaves. You're already out there. You hunted the morning, but you stay a little bit longer to maybe get those mallards in. But we're talking about the afternoon altogether. Like I'm talking like two to five or two to six, wherever that window is for your sunset and um, for shoot time to end. But get set up the once you find out where you think birds are going, or maybe you seen them go last weekend where you were scouting and saying, okay, that's where we're gonna go. We may have to move, but let's go there. Get out there, get set up as soon as you can midday, even if you may have to sit there and stare at blue skies for an hour or two because they're not going to fly till late afternoon. At least you're not moving around. You're not making movement they shouldn't be. Your decoys are already out where they need to be. Your dog stand's set up. You're, you're, you're all set up. You're covered. You're ready to go. Yeah, you don't want to be setting up when the, it, during that's the that worst. time when they're coming yeah. in. If they're coming, that's, that's, every time a late. bird comes in, you lost that opportunity. Yeah, yeah. And so I would say, too, when you're saying that, you know, you may have to be out there looking at blue skies, bring some water, bring some snacks, mm -hmm. something to keep you busy because it gets old just staring at blue skies. And, when do, they, and yeah. when do they always come in? When you least expect it. When you're bored, you finally get to that point, you're bored and you start pulling your snacks out. Bam, yeah. all of a sudden a bird sneaks in. <laughs> and they're way less, in my opinion, I don't know what you guys think, they're a l depending on the weather, but they're a lot less vocal in the afternoon too. They yeah, are. I, but I think they're less wary. Yeah, yeah. In a sense. They're already just kind of committed, it yeah, seems because, like. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes they just know where they want to go. Because they're going to go loaf. You know? Yeah, they're, they're, they're coming in there just to sit down and spend the rest of the day just sitting in that pond. Maybe, yeah. I think they stay there all night. You know what I'm saying? If they're not bothered. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Once they go, that's... Yeah. Uh, they, they're, I think they're, they're locked in pretty mm -hmm. much, it seems like. And I think that's what kind of varies it, too, um, as far as when they come in, too, because sometimes if they just, where they're comfortable, wherever they're at... Maybe they're loafing somewhere else and they're going to finish the day out there. That's why it could be later in the day sometimes because of that. Yeah. You know, because mm -hmm. that's the end of the day. They're done. And some birds come in early. Some just come in right when the sun's went down. Their yeah. shoot time's over. But it's strange. I mean, I've always wondered this or why. But birds will hang out in a clothes zone all day long, mm -hmm. right? And then at night, they come into the refuge. If, if Some people have only hung right. in the mornings. They don't even see this. But literally... When the sun goes down and it's mm -hmm. getting dark, birds just start pouring to the refuge. Like, where were these birds all day? They were sitting on the clothes zone, loafing. And um, so, like you said, some come earlier and some come really late. And so those birds that come early are the ones that we're, we're targeting. Well, even if you were in the Midwest or wherever, a lot of times those birds will loaf on big water during the day. You know, they might be, if you're not hunting on big water, they might be out in the lake. They do it here, too. They'll go out on lakes, big areas of water where they safe. They go out in the middle. Middle, they did at some other places we went in out of state, 
they go raft up out there. And then when they're ready to kind of feed and mess around, that's when they'll come in these smaller pockets or smaller ponds or whatever, you know, you're hunting. That's one thing I've definitely noticed. But Travis brought this up beforehand, but but getting set up in midday, where's the sun going to be? Obviously, it's going to be straight overhead. There's really not any shadows. You can't really get use the shadows to your advantage. So, you know, the one thing you want to use, obviously, in the morning and you use in the afternoon is get in the shadows. That makes so much difference. It, you can almost go out there without camo if you use the shadows. If you use the shadows, yep. yeah. Really, you know? In the, middle of the, in the middle of the day like that, though, like I was telling you guys, try to get it where if you know the birds are coming from a particular direction or they have mm-hmm. a tendency to come from that direction, not always, you know, birds go go anywhere. Yeah. But sometimes um, they'll come from a specific direction. Try to get it where, if you can, where you're you're facing, you know, not facing the sun. The Away from your, the sun. Yeah, yeah, the sun's at your back, and the birds are looking into the sun. You know, I don't know how much they see or don't see, but you want to, if it blinds them yeah. a little bit, you know, so much the better. If there is no and there's, shade, and there's been times we've had to set up in the sun because mm-hmm. that's the direction that's the way they're, they're coming, coming from. from. Yeah. But, Which uh, leads into my next point that I was going to say yeah. and travel. You know, your da- you probably know where I'm going to go with this because I'm going to say your dad's going to disagree with this. Yeah. Is and I didn't start doing this because I I am somewhat of the same opinion of you on sunglasses because sunglasses can cause glare. So there's a line there. I know they make some sunglasses that have no glare. They have that stuff over the the front of it that knocks yeah, the glare a, down. I can't remember. What the but name looking is. out of them might be a little bit different. I don't know. I've I've tried some of them on. But there has been some places that we were, remember, I mean, we were facing the sun. Like, they're all coming from that way in the afternoon. And you're just like, really? You know, like, why would, they would come from that way. So you're literally bloodshot at the end of the day when you go home because you've all been staring in the sun. So I started wearing, I don't wear glasses a lot. If I try not to. But Thank like, goodness. <laughs> but I do wear them when it's a situation like that because it ain't worth it. Number one, you can't see. No, you can't see. You at literally all if you can't see. So what's the point? Yeah. If they're gonna fly and you can't see them anyways, I'd rather at least get a somewhat of a glance. Know they're coming. Yeah. You know, and try to just kind of keep your head down if you have to. Yeah. And I know you disagree with that. What What's your thoughts on that? It's fine. I don't like sunglasses because if I can see them flashing. I know a duck can see them flashing. Mm-hmm. So personally, me, I can't stand them. <laughs> <laughs> and we and wore, I don't like cut with people that wear them either. He does. <laughs> me, me and Thomas wore them a bunch last year, and yeah, Travis was always like, like, "Oh yeah, I'm cool, <laughs> man. I wear my sunglasses." It has nothing to do with being cool. It has to be doing fried eyes, man. I don't worship the sun god. <laughs> I can't just stare into the sun and receive its powers. It's like I cannot. So many times we've come there, and then the safe the wind's blowing that way too. You got the wind blowing in your eyes. You got the sun in your no. eyes. Poor wheel, bad rain. Yeah, bad rain. I'm, I actually, my wheel I got here. some of those uh, those clear lens, clear lens glasses. I'm the yellow ones, some, not the yellow. They're clear. I need to get some yellows, but now those just, I don't. I, those I do like. I I one season I was wearing those and I loved yeah, them. Yeah. What do you was, th- What do you think the about shooter, the yellow ones? The sh- the shooter glasses with the yellow lens. They don't reflect. Not like a sun. Oh, no, sunglasses had that that nice shiny no, cover on the front of them. I don't agree. Trust with that. me. I don't agree. The shooter with that. glasses do trust not reflect. You. I, why should I trust you? You try to claim birds that aren't yours. That took all trust away right yeah, there. We know all about that. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, I know we do. <laughs> so I do like the shooter glasses, um, but uh, I it does give you better visibility. Yeah, I wouldn't say on a sunny day you need those though. Like I would say a cloudy day overcast. The only thing I don't like about them, I love seeing the birds. I love seeing their colors. I love seeing the natural colors. 
and wearing those glasses, I don't see that. And so that I don't. Mm-hmm. That's why I stopped wearing them. To be honest with you, I never knew you wore them. Yeah, one season I wore them quite a bit. Really? Mm-hmm. He did, and I really liked them. Hmm. But why'd you stop wearing them? Because you want to see the natural, natural beauty. Natural beauty. Colors, the natural beauty of nature. Whatever. Totally tubular, man. <laughs> Peace and love. All right. Um. So it could be. What could happen if you're getting out there early? You're gonna have some long waits. So you can have long waits a lot of times. Um, boredom. You know, it's like, should we leave? Should we not leave? Should we stay? Mm. Are they gonna fly? Or are they not gonna fly? You know. So I mean, if you have your cell phone, you know, sometimes if you get service, you know, you could maybe watch a YouTube Mid Valley Mercenaries video <laughs> <laughs> or uh, shout out, you know, whatever. And um, like I said, take some take some snacks. Um, some water, you know, because it gets hot out there, man. I've sweated yeah. out there before. It's like early man, season. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah. man, I'd love to have a drink of water. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so that's what I like about having a, a cart. Oh, another thing too that Talon brought up was a very, very good point. Is I don't wear my waders in the afternoon until I get to the pond that I'm going to hunt because yeah. here in California, a lot of times we have warm, warm afternoons. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's not always cold. Yeah. Even in late season, it's warm. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. if I can walk out to the pond and I have my cart with my with my sled. And your decoys and all that. Everything's you just throw in my them in sled. There. You know, I'm walking out there with my tennis shoes and just whatever I got on. And then when I get to the pond, you know, typically I'm not, there's nobody out there trying to beat me to my spot. Mm-hmm. And I can just slide my waders on and, um, you know, pull my sled out there and I have my everything I need in my sled. And yeah. Yeah. That was a very good tip. I mean, the, the more you can stay comfortable, the better. The better. Yeah. Right. Which, like you said, with those Sitka waiters, though, you're not really even going to have that issue, honestly. One thing I like about those, and I was telling you, you can drop heat. You know, like if you're walking out there in them, instead of being all sealed up like you are on yeah. pretty much every pair of waiters, for the most part, I think, you're sealed up to the top of your chest, right? These where you can just, and I, I didn't think about it until halfway through the season. I'm like, what am I doing? I think I've seen someone do it on video. I was like, that's a good idea. I don't know why I didn't think of that. I just unzip it. This just is if you have the zip waiters. Yeah. You just drop heat. You literally unzip that thing down, and it's a huge difference. Yeah. I was always skeptical of those waiters until, you, of course, you used them, and, and it didn't leak. You know what I'm saying? It's like, mm. how do you get a zipper to not leak? I know. It's trippy. You know? But and what's nice about those sick, those boots are so comfortable. You oh, my walk, goodness, yeah. You can walk all day in them. Literally. So They're maybe a little warm, but besides that, you're, you're comfortable. Yeah. They're warm early season. It was funny because, I mean, the older I get, you know what I'm saying, like, my <laughs> knees are tender. And I didn't know it, but those things were kind of spongy in the knee pads. I was in my in my house the other yeah. day, and I got down on my knees, and I was like, oh, oh. these are kind of springy. I like this, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So. <laughs> they are, dude. They got, what are you, well, I'd say, almost a quarter inch of a little padding there. I don't there. know, but it's, it it's helps. spongy. Yeah, it it seems helps. Like it was, yeah. No. I did the same thing. I didn't even realize. I seen it like the d- different color, but I didn't realize it was actually knee pads. I was like, oh, this is nice. Yeah. These guys, folks. <laughs> it's nice. But yeah, I got no, some sensitive knees st- myself. Yeah. Stay comfortable in the afternoon, though. Yeah. Do everything you can to stay, stay comfortable. Stay cool if it's hot. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, bring a seat. You know what I'm yeah. saying? If, a marsh seat. I mean, because if you're standing up out there and the sun's beating down on you, I mean, I've went out there without a seat before, and it's like you get tired of being on your knees down the water. Yeah. I don't know. It's just sometimes the afternoon is not fun you know because what? of the heat. You might, and too, like if you, depending on where you're hunting to, that you might be set up, and we've had this before, where you could actually kind of take a little bit of a nap. Like, you know, maybe you hunted all morning, you're going to hunt the afternoon. Yeah. You can take a nap. Instead of burning yourself out, 
because you know the birds are going to fly. Like, if you know that it's going to be an afternoon, there should be birds. Yeah. Why burn yourself out staring at skies that you know no birds are flying? It's dead calm, nothing calling, nothing going on. Take a nap. Just yeah. close your eyes for an hour. Set your alarm. That could be a tip that you could use instead of, like, straining your eyes and for no reason for two or three hours. And I've done it. We've all done it. We just sat there and did it. Like, And, yeah, you maybe miss an opportunity. It's possible. We've all missed some opportunities here and there. But the odds of it are way less of you missing it. Yeah. And you're more fresh. That way, when you do yeah. the, on the afternoon, you're more ready. I would say something we didn't discuss that that's important about the afternoon, I think, is motion. Mm-hmm. You know, because sometimes in the morning it's cooler. I don't know. The birds, it's not as bright and as you know, vibrant. In the afternoon is bright, vibrant. So I think movement on True. the water, splashing, the sun hitting that water, moving. Yeah. You know, sometimes we'll, we'll um, it's very important then to uh, have the birds lock in on that. Where if it's, your decoys are just sitting out there and it's just like totally like you know sedentary and mm-hmm. nothing's moving, it's it's fake and they know it. What's your mm-hmm. what's your tips on calling in the afternoon? What do you think about calling? You know what? Um, it depends on what you're targeting. I think it's hard to say. Huh? Yeah, it depends on what you're targeting. Like a lot of times in afternoons, if I'm targeting mallards, I'll um, if they're if they're coming at me. And I know they're coming. I, I I try not to like just blast them. I just try to be more subtle and just kind of Chuckle. maybe just Chuckle. quack. You know what I'm saying? Just, mm-hmm. uh, just whack, whack, whack. Get them locked in on that onion. Just keep them locked in on that spot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, don't don't highball them. Don't you know? Maybe just throw a little chuckle in there every once in a while or something like that. But just kind of just keep that you know lonesome hen quack and just mm-hmm. get them coming straight at you. Just so they know where you're at. Especially if you have movement on the water where they can just lock in on your spot. Mm-hmm. And I've realized that with mallards, in the afternoon with mallards, you don't have to call near as much. If they're, I don't think so. If they're locked yeah. in, they're coming in. On open water, though, with uh, pintails, your teal, your shovelers, I think you got to call them more in the afternoon. I think they're really. I think they're a little more acceptable of the call during that time. Yeah. But uh, I think having some a lot of motion. Yeah, you know? motion. Mm-hmm. A little bit of calling, and then just when it starts going though, it, the afternoon is they start rolling. Like when that when that wave comes in. Yeah, it can be good. I think it like it's it can starts. Be, afternoon hunts can be incredible. They can. Yeah. We've had incredible afternoons, and there ain't nobody out there. Some of know, the best sometimes. hunts I've ever had have been in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. One one year in particular, um, we'd found this spot where a lot of widgeon were coming in, um, a lot of pintails, and in the morning we would kill birds, but as soon as everybody started leaving, it's like the floodgates would open it up. It was beautiful, and the birds wanted this spot, and we hunted that. Pretty much that whole year, yeah. And the afternoons were were lights out. I mean, lights out. And um, yeah, some That's of the be- fun. some of the best hunts I ever had were in the afternoon. There's definitely less traffic in the afternoons. Yeah. And I don't. This podcast ain't, podcast ain't gonna make a difference. We're just trying to throw some tips if yeah. you do hunt out there. Yeah, I would recommend not hunting in the afternoon. <laughs> Seriously, don't hunt the afternoon. You know, just stay home. Go watch a football game. Go to a Charles is a greedy do. little motor scooter, huh? He, he is a little greedy. Just stay home in the afternoons. Don't yeah. hunt the afternoons. All right. What was the? I like the be. I like to stay till the end. I like be mobile. Okay, so let's let's talk about another tip is being mobile. Be mobile. You kind of brought that up, Talon. What do you want? What do you got to say about that? Just don't. Well, unless you're hunting big water, you can take a lot of decoys. But if you're if you're mostly focusing on tighter water, take half a dozen decoys mm-hmm. and some motion. But uh, what happens usually is many of times when I went in the afternoon, you'll be sitting there and you're in the spot you know they want to be, but some it changes. Like 
I've sat there, they've come in, two or three birds, and then all of a sudden it's like, boom, they're in this next spot. And it might be anywhere from 50 to 100 yards for you, mm-hmm. from me. So just just be mobile. And if they start going to that spot, go to that spot. Because that is, I've realized that is where they're going to be in the mm-hmm. afternoon. It's like, they were just there a little bit ago, but once they hit that new spot, they're there. Yeah, it's weird. And it's really weird. So just, just take minimum as possible. And don't, you know, just don't wait and keep questioning. I've yeah. sat there and questioned myself, and oh, that's why we've yeah. learned that. Because you'll see one and go in there and like, eh, whatever. That was yeah. kind of a fluke. Two, three. Like the fourth set, you're like, I probably shouldn't move. Like you get that feeling. You got to trust that feeling. Yeah. You're like, you know what? Just go for it and do it. Because I sat there and procrastinated about yeah. it, thinking it's just an odd thing. And then all afternoon, I'm thinking I should have yep. moved. That, you'll know what that feeling is too. Yeah. But then too, it. I think it comes down to with it being a live bird, yeah, versus your decoy. You know what I'm saying? But let me say this though: if you let them stack up, though, you're up a your creek. Your history, your it's history. over. It's over. Your history if yeah. they start stacking. That's up what I'm there. saying. That's another reason to be mobile and to move. Not only is it just because it is live birds, and that's probably why they're going over there. But if you let that happen, you're not going to get any birds nope. into your They'll spot. Suck all the. And birds I have right learned that the hard way. <laughs> yeah. And two, I, th- I think sometimes if if you're Say if you're hunting an area, and say there's two or three of you, right? Pull that low. If there's two or three of you, mm-hmm. sometimes it's good to even, if you notice the birds are kind of, say say they're in a... I don't oh, know, split up? Split up, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, one guy go over here, one guy go over here. Mm-hmm. And that way, um, you know, Titus won't claim your bird. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? And we've You been, can all be close yeah. enough together. It's still enjoyable because... And they won't just go to the one spot yeah. anymore because it's different yeah. now. Yeah. 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 And so everybody's got opportunity. Mm-hmm. The birds will move around more and you may create more opportunity for We yourself. did that pretty good this year, actually. You know what I mean? There's times I don't feel like we did as good at that. But yeah. the, like to me this year, we're like, you know what? We all want to be successful here. Yep. And it is fun hunting together. But like, there's just times you know it's just going to work out better. Just kind of break that up a yeah. little bit. Yeah, and you know what? You and can still see each other. Yeah, you can, you can see. And it's like, oh, that's sometimes awesome, you can you know? be 50, 60 yards apart. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. still see the other person. But you know what I'm saying? You got you. There's opportunity fun. for everybody. It's yeah. fun it's seeing them fun. be successful yeah. too, because you're still getting birds. Yeah. So it's like, why not? Yeah. And well, everybody's it, everybody's successful if that's happening too. It's like exactly. It's like so it stinks if it's not because you know yeah. it's only coming there. But the, the thing is, if it stays like that, then, then you can just th- move over there. Yeah, then you're gonna be over there visiting your friend. Yeah, phone <laughs> 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 a friend, right? It's that, that situation. So we talked about being mobile, and let's go into um, patterns. I, I've noticed that patterns are different in the morning versus the afternoon. To me, a lot different. The flight of the birds, the flight yeah. of the birds, the pattern that they kind of do. Because I don't, I'm not saying it's a different set of birds. Because, you know, you got your morning flight, you got your afternoon flight. But sometimes what they do in the afternoon, not sometimes, a lot of times, I think, is the way they work and do things. We already talked about it once. They they might not be as um, vocal. So they may just be, they got that spot honed in. They know they're going to, uh, you know, feed there or loaf there. They just come in. They don't say nothing. Boom, they come in. Yeah. And um, I've been backdoored a lot of times because of that. But also... Um, when I say the pattern, it may ju- it may be the direction that they're coming from. You know, more, maybe the morning you were looking this way and set up this way, and so you're like, okay, afternoon, same thing, and then they're coming from, Come from the, the other way. Yep. And you just, you know, you just see those patterns and you learn that stuff. So you got to just be knowing in your mind this is, could be different in the afternoon and keep that. Just a tip we can give you guys, you know, keep that in mind. That is a possibility. Yeah. yeah. No. So... 
And I put on there, well, uh, Talon said, bring a light, you know, because, or Travis did, because. Bring a flashlight. Yeah, because you may get out there, um, you know, God forbid somebody gets injured or something happens, um, you know, and you can't see, a light's good. You can signal somebody, you know, see your way, see your way out. Um, Yeah, just, I would say bring a light, you know. Which really rolls into the next reason why. You would all another reason you wouldn't have because you don't think it. You're out there in the middle of the day. You're not thinking. I don't need a flashlight. Yeah, yeah. but there has been times I'm glad I brought my always kept my flashlight in my blind bag because it leads to the last point. Unless you guys have any more that we didn't write down, is stay to the end because there's been times we've stared at the sky. Let's say shoot time ended at five thirty, and from one we got there set up at twelve. One no birds. Two no birds. Three no birds. Four no birds. 4.30, you're like, guys, you know what? We're hungry. Yeah. We're starving. It's, it ain't happening. And then you, and I've done this, start getting ready to get, like, clean up. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, birds start rolling in the last 45 minutes. Yeah, sometimes if you can do some serious damage. Really, literally, minutes. in a 45-minute window, yeah. you can do serious damage. And so I want to encourage you guys, if you do have the afternoon, stay till the end. You may stay till the end and you not still not see any birds. Yep. That's just that, part of hunting. That's part of it. Yeah, but you may be, you'd be surprised what kind of damage, like Travis said, you can do in that last 30, 45 minutes. Now, that being said, there's some other places we go, not one time yet, have I not seen if an hour before shoot time, the flight stops. Really? I think that's just knowing the area. It is. Yeah. And and familiarity with it. Yeah, you've done it, you know. Yeah. And you've done it multiple times and you know the scenario and how how that particular area is going to hunt. Guaranteed. It's so weird. But then other places, it's better the last hour of light. It's yeah. weird. So weird. So just, just the really the big thing is in hunting, it's not no rocket scientist. It's gathering data. It's experience. Because guys will say, do you have any idea? Where can I go? Where, you know, it's like, it's, I'm not, it, okay, yes, we're not just blasting out where we're at. And it's not because we're being greedy or anything like that. Honestly, guys, if you're listening, it, it's not like that. It's. For us to give you information on something, there's so much there. There's so much history that we've gathered to build for these places. And even then, you still get stumped sometimes. Yep. So you have to just go, like, pick a refuge, pick a place, close your eyes and put your finger down the map and go there. I mean, it really doesn't matter. Because last year, last few years, we've been going a lot more places we've never been in. We've been now hunting for a long time. And all of a sudden, are like, let's venture out. Let's just start trying new places. And there's places I've been. I'm like, I'm never going back there. Yep. Some other guys may like that yep. place. I just something about it with me. I just don't care for it. It's not my style. And we found those places too. Just, just from learning, is you yeah. know, there's those spots. You yeah. can find those spots. You just gotta put in the time. It's time. Look for them, and then just you'll learn it. You it know, really is. And it ain't it. just one time. No. It ain't two times. It ain't three times. It takes multiple times. It's it's just. And like I said, and that's why I'm saying some people like the spots and I don't like them. Yeah. So for you to go to somewhere like, oh, you do good there. I want to go there. It doesn't mean you're going to do good there. Even if you go there a dozen times, mm-hmm. you know, you may go to this other place and like, man, this place is incredible. And I think, man, I never did good there. You just got to just go. Just get out there, pay the dues and find the spots and ask, ask around too while you're out there, you know, because when you're out there, it's different. You're already out there. So it's like. You go to a place where there's blinds, preset spots that you can go. What does it matter? 
everybody knows what you shoot out there. Yeah, I'll share, you know, yeah, try that one, try that one. You know, it doesn't make a difference. Mm-hmm. But when you're going places, whether it's in Kansas, Nebraska, California, Washington, and it's free roam, there's no numbers coming out of there. You don't know how many birds shot. You're just going to have to find your way. You're going to have to find your way. Spend the time. Scout, binoculars. Put in the time, yep. work hard, yep. and you'll be successful. And again, if you're out there, maybe you did pick the wrong spot. You may look half a mile away and see birds going there. No mm-hmm. one's shooting them. Go over there. Yeah, I mean, that happened to me last year. Mm-hmm. I had a particular spot. We did okay, but I noticed that birds had a tendency to go to this one spot, and there was no shooting over there. It was an afternoon, and so I was like, okay, that's where I'm going the, the next weekend. Mm-hmm. And did it turn out for you? It turned out awesome. Did I go with you on that hunt? I can't remember. Nope, nope, nope. No? Nope. It was Mr. T and me, Thomas. Ooh. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. So no, I've I've seen that though. Keep your eyes peeled, people. That really is. You're you're not just looking for birds to kill in the moment. You might be scouting for future reference. Yeah, the next week or because mm-hmm. maybe it's four or five hundred yards away and you don't got the time to move. It's too late. Mm-hmm. Yep. But you'll know next week or next hunt day, and you'll yeah. have fun, and you'll have a good time. You'll have a really good time. I've had so. some fun afternoon hunts. Mm-hmm. It's 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 definitely an option. And I, you're not getting up at. I hear a lot of people too. I don't know, just interject this in. I've talked to people that, you know, they're like, oh, no, I don't duck hunt. You know, I, I can't get up that early. I, who, you guys are crazy getting mm-hmm. up that early. And I'm just like, well, you know, I don't always get up early. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. Yeah. I've been criticized by my own <laughs> flesh and blood for not wanting to get up early. I'm getting old, getting lazy. I think well, it's, in a sense, sometimes I just want to try to be smarter about it, you know? Well, if you can be successful in the afternoon, why not? Yeah. You know, maybe you worked all week and you're just like, dude, I'm, I'm smoked. Like, I know, you know. The passion, the drive, like we talked about that we have, we it's worth it. Like, you know, you got a good spot. You're going in the morning and you're like, okay, I can wake up. Yep. But, you know, sometimes you just don't know. It's like, has been hot. People haven't been doing that good. I still want a duck hunt. Yeah. But I don't want to get up at 2 o'clock, you know, whatever. Right. So Get up get up at, you know, 7 o'clock, go eat breakfast, and then yep. roll out there. and That's really fun, honestly. Time at Certain times, it's just fun doing it like that. It's, I don't know. It's cool. It, it, I will say this, though. Somehow, even though you're going in the afternoon, you're almost out longer than you are when you hunt in the morning and get yeah. home. But you know what's funny? Walking out there, you see people like they're walking out and they're looking at you like, you're crazy. What are these crazy <laughs> people doing? You know, there, there ain't, ain't no, no birds. birds. Yeah. Yep. And I'm just like kind of chuckling inside. Yeah. Inside. Yeah. So and I've like, done that okay. too. I've thought that with guys before right. I started hunting afternoons with you more so. I was like, dude, this was terrible. We didn't shoot anything. Yeah. And you always wonder, like, I wonder how they did. Cause I know I've done that so many times. Guys are looking at you like, you can have it. Yeah. yeah. I've had guys last year multiple times. Guys were like, there ain't a bird yeah. in the sky. Yep. Limited out that afternoon. Yeah. That's yeah. the people at the check station, too. They're like, it's terrible right now. <laughs> and then you roll, you roll out in the check, you drop the tailgate. They're like, their eyeballs get about this big. Yeah. Like, oh, thank you. You brought up her numbers. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, thanks for listening. Again, uh, if you don't mind, give us a rating review on iTunes. And uh, we want to say a big thank you to you, Kanumba, and we want to say a big thank you to Heavy Shot and also um, Old Town Kayak. Guys, thanks for their support. Guys, check them out if you get the chance. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.